Hey guys, we just want to share about a, a live stream that's coming up with myself, Stephen McKee, and Jane Schroeder. Yes, it's on the 12th of December, Saturday the 12th of December, and it will be recorded so people that purchase it, different time scale, like in the US and different parts of the, the nations, will be able to watch it. Um, with a link, it will be already recorded for you. So it is live stream, but if you can't watch it live, you will get a recorded video later. And the title is Remnant Rising. What an amazing title, Jane. It's a brilliant title that we really felt that in this time, in this season, the Lord is looking for the remnant. Yeah, absolutely. God is raising up a remnant in these days. We can see darkness all across the earth, like gross darkness of people, but God has always raised up a remnant, whether it was Israel or whether it was like the Zadok priesthood, whether it was a small band of people, 120 in Jerusalem when Pentecost came. God always chose a remnant, and we believe in these days he's raising up a remnant. So join us, guys, on the 12th of December. Go to Fiery Crown and Glory. Dot com. That's right, fairycrownandglory.com and register there and we look forward to seeing you. And it's a live stream and you can also get the recorded video if you can't watch it live. So see you guys there, fairycrownandglory.com. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Danielle Elinus and I will be sharing with you the insight of the day. Today I'd like to talk about joy and I'm actually going to be reading out of Philippians. Now, it's really important to understand that this red letter was written by Paul while he was in prison. And um, we're going to start at verse one. So my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and my crown, my dear friends, keep standing firm in union with the Lord. So here Paul is encouraging them to continually enter in and acknowledge the presence of the Lord. Stand firm in him. I beg Euodia and I beg Sintichi to agree with each other in union with the Lord. I also request loyal Suzagos to help these women, for they have worked hard proclaiming the good news with me, along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. And so there's obviously a dispute that is happening um, between Euodia and Sintichi, and he is begging them to agree with each other in union with the Lord. And I love this. I think it's so relevant even for these times because um, I don't know the history of what's going on here and, and what this dispute could be. But Paul is actually saying, step above this disagreement and in union with the Lord, come into agreement with one another. In other words, it's okay to disagree, but step into Yahweh, come into union with him and then with one another. And that is actually the only way that uh, we can walk peacefully with one another and, and disagree and work out fully, I believe, disagreements. And so he's begging them to acknowledge the Lord in their relationship and work things out. Verse four, rejoice in union with the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see how reasonable and gentle you are. The Lord is near. 
Don't worry about anything. On the contrary, make your requests known to God by prayer and petition and thanksgiving. Then God's shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah, Yeshua. In conclusion, brothers, focus your thoughts on what is true, noble, righteous, pure, lovable, or admirable on some virtue or on something praiseworthy. Keep doing what you have learned and received from me, what you have heard and seen me doing. Then the God who gives shalom will be with you. And I want to go back to where Paul says, rejoice in union with the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see how reasonable and gentle you are. Now, there are times in my life that I do not come across as reasonable or gentle. And those times, if I look at those times, I can say without a doubt that every single time when I am being unreasonable or not gentle, that I am out of union with the Lord. I'm not standing firm in, in, in union with him. I've stepped out and that usually ends up resulting in being unreasonable and gentle. And here's Paul speaking from prison and he is telling them to rejoice always. Now, how in the world do we rejoice always? There are things happening around us, circumstances that have happened to all of us where our joy has been depleted or we've been disappointed. And um, Paul is saying, be joyful always. And so the key here, if we were to read this we and, and just think he's saying, well, you, you always need to be happy. You always need to be um, joyful and, and easy and, you know, just really happy all the time. Um, if we were to read that, we, we like that, and that would be our perception, um, we, we would think, Paul's crazy. How can he say that? And, and then I think, okay, he's in prison. Like, how can he say this? But he he doesn't just say rejoice always. He says rejoice in union with the Lord. And that that is the key, is to step into union with the Lord in order that you can walk reasonably and gently. Because the Lord is always near. And so I want to encourage you today that whatever trial you face, whether it be with a family member uh, with death, with sickness, maybe something going on at work, whatever the stressor is, whatever the trial is, the Lord is near. And if, if possible, turn toward him. Seek him with all your heart. Jeremiah 29 says, seek me with everything in you and I'll be found I'll be found by you. And and that's so important because often it's so easy to see him in the things in life that are 
um, just beautiful and um, happy times when everything is, is going really well. But it's really important that when we are going through difficult times that we seek him because he is near to us. I, I have seen the Lord holding me very closely to him in my most difficult times. And I uh, want to give you an example of just being able to find joy in this is not something that's a terrible thing or a, a traumatic thing, but um, it's an everyday thing. And I kind of started meditating on this um, because I was working at my office and I was working every day from about nine in the morning until 5 p.m. at night, sitting at a desk. And a few months ago, I decided, you know what? There's not really a great place to walk around here. Not a, It's a very busy road that I work on. But there's a big circular parking lot around this building. And I'm going to start walking around. Um, every you know couple of hours, I'll walk for 10 minutes. And so I started to do that. I started to step outside of my environment and, um, and walk around. And can you believe that... I found and noticed a lot of things that I could be thankful for um, at, during the day at my place of work. I noticed things in this parking lot like beautiful trees, um, beautiful flowers, trees changing color on the leaves, um, but the leaves just changing in the fall. It's just so beautiful here. And I, and I began it prompted me to realize the Lord is near. He's near me and, and look what's around me that I don't even notice or see in my day-to-day -day kind of mundane, going in and out of the office, doing the same thing. If I never stepped away from my desk and decided to to go outside and take a walk, I would never have seen those things and, and just really appreciated that time actually with Yahweh. Um, and so I, then spontaneously, I just began to, to thank him and, and notice the things around me and, and began to really thank him. And what, what happened is that sparked in me a process of learning to be joyful even in the most mundane or ordinary of circumstances just through knowing that he was near and thanking him for those things around me um, and I, I basically leaned into those things and that sparked joy in me. Um, there is a researcher and professor and author and speaker who's very influential named Brene Brown. And um, she actually studies courage, vulnerability, shame, and empathy. Um, and she interviewed people that consistently walk with joy or would claim to be joyful people over a 12-year period. 
She interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, and what she found was that not a single person she interviewed that would describe themselves as joyful um, would, would say that they became joyful without actively practicing, that it actually takes practice to become joyful. I, I want to highlight to you verse 9 there. It says, keep doing what you have learned and received from me, what you have heard and seen me doing, then the God who gives shalom will be with you. Keep doing what you've learned and received. And I know that many of you have heard and learned so many things, even from here, just on Origin Gate, um, listening to these um, these daily in, in, insights where you've learned things and, and even probably wanted to apply things. And maybe you did for a few days, but you gave up. I want to encourage you to keep doing those things. Be diligent to practice joyfulness. Be diligent to practice acknowledging that the Lord is near, not just when you are listening to a, this kind of a podcast or a teaching or entering into worship or around people who are maybe in a class um, for you know spiritual reasons, but practice acknowledging and seeking out the Lord in every area of your life. Now, Brene Brown also says that the most terrifying emotion she has found over her years of research that we feel as people is joy. So often when she speaks, she'll ask her audience if she gives the example of if the audience has children. Have they ever stood over their own child or a child? It might be a niece or nephew or a friend's child and just been looking at them sleeping peacefully and have this, this love well up in them for this child and just begin feeling so joyful and, and happy about this child. And in a split second, this terrible imagination comes that something bad is going to happen. Um, and as she's done this and over the years asks the audience if this has ever happened to them, almost everybody in the audience will say that, yes, this does happen to them. And she says that joy becomes foreboding at times. And she gave an example of a man who... He, he decided um, that he would never get too excited about anything because if things don't work out, he wasn't going to be disappointed. And if they did work out, it would be a pleasant surprise for him. And so when uh, this man that she worked with and talked to and interviewed um, was 60 years old, uh, his wife of 40 years was killed in a car accident. And he said that the second he realized she was gone, he knew he should have leaned harder into the moments of joy with her. You see, it's very, we, we protect ourselves sometimes, a lot of the time, from entering into too much joy, uh, to imagining 
things being so, so good in our lives. And he said that not entering into those moments did not protect him from what he was feeling at the time his wife died. He still felt sad and terrible, but he wished he could go back and enjoy those moments fully and really embrace those times with her fully. And so I want to encourage you today that whatever you may be going through, it might be something really, really good that's happening in your life right now. I want to encourage you to dare to lean into the joy of it, to lean into the goodness of God in it, that this is Yahweh's blessing over your life and that you do not have to be afraid that something bad is going to happen. Listen, we've all walked through difficulty and some listening even now have walked through much, much more severe difficulty than I have or others have. So we all know though that things are going to be difficult on this earth, that we will experience difficulty. But if you step back and you look around, you will notice that the majority of the things that have happened around your life most likely are positives. The things that we fear most do not come to pass. Now, I know that there are some people who have experienced such tragedy, and I want you to know, those of you who are overcoming those things, we're inspired by your walk and your process and the way that you're overcoming these things. And and I just, I, I want to encourage you that the Lord is near in those places and he can be found and in union with him in that place there is there is joy there is joy to be found and there is joy to be accessed and um i just want to speak that over over everyone and i encourage all of you to practice uh, giving thanks, stepping outside of, of whatever it is that you're in, into union with Yahweh, recognizing that he is with you, he's near you, and that there is a joyfulness that is for you to be able to access and to walk in. And so I bless you today with joy.